Bismillah walhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man walah. Imam al-Nawawi's Riyadu al-Saliheen is an immensely blessed hadith collection that has been cherished by Muslims for over seven centuries. In this series, Sheikh Yahya Rodas gives brief commentary on each of the hadiths in this collection, helping us to follow the sunnah of our beloved messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wa ahmad as-salaam wa atamu taslim. Ala Sayyidina wa Mawlana Muhammadan wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam ajma'in. In kitab al-Riyad al-Salihin li Sayyidina al-Imam al-Nawi rahimahullahu ta'ala. Wa nafa'ana bi'ilumhi fiddarin ameen ila anqal hadith number 120. Anhu anna nasin qalu ya Rasulullah. ذهب أهل الدثور بالأجور يصلون كما نصلي ويصومون كما نصوم ويتصدقون بفضول أموالهم قال أوليس قد جعل الله لكم ما تصدقون به إن لكل تسبيحة صدقة وكل تكبيرة صدقة وكل تحميلة صدقة وكل تهليلة صدقة وأمر بالمعروف صدقة ونهي أنا منكر صدقة وفي بضع أحدكم صدقة قالوا يا رسول الله أيأتي أحدنا شهوته ويكون له في أجر قال أرأيت من وضع في حرام كان عليه وزر فكذلك إذا وضع في الحالات كان له أجر رواه مسلم So this is also narrated by Abu Dhar radiallahu anhu that some people said Oh Messenger of Allah the wealthy have taken all the rewards they offer prayer as we do they fast as we do but they can give their extra wealth in charity the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Has Allah not given you something which you could give in charity? Every tasbiha, yani, every time you say subhanallah is charity. Every takbira, every time you say Allahu Akbar is charity. Every tahmida, every time you say alhamdulillah is charity. Every tahlila, every time you say la ilaha illallah, it is charity. Commanding good is charity. Forbidding evil is charity. And engaging in relations with your wife is charity. The Sahaba then asked, O oh, Messenger of Allah, if any one of us fulfills his desires, is he rewarded for it? He replied, If you were to have impermissible relations, it would, would it not be a sin against him? Similarly, if you were to have lawful relations, he will be rewarded for it. So, Alhamdulillah, this is the next hadith that we can see very clearly why it is mentioned in the chapter on the many ways of doing good. All these different blessed ways that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us to do good. And here we find that some of the companions, and the backdrop to this is, is they're so concerned to be good, to do good. And they realize that there were certain limits that some of them might have. In this particular instance, it's they didn't have the wealth that they saw other people have. So far from being envious towards other people because of what they have and so forth, it didn't have anything to do with that. It only related to good. They realized that were they to have had a little bit more wealth, they could have given, like all of those other great companions who had the wealth, continued to do and how they acted with their wealth. And so this is the backdrop. They wanted every possible, they wanted to go through every possible door of khair. So that the Ahlul Duthur are the people of wealth. Duthur jama'a, dathur, amwal. 
the people who had wealth is that they say here is that they have taken all of the words and then they started to they go into detail is that they pray as we pray they fast as we fast but then they have the ability to give charity from their excess wealth and so then our prophet wanted to confirm to them that there's something that you could still do even if outwardly you're not in a situation as someone else is then there's still things that you can do and also indicating is that the foundation of everything that is that we have should be to use it for good our energy that we have that comes from the food that we eat should be used for good the wealth that we have should be used for good the uh, when we are in a youthful state and we haven't reached the state of decrepitude yet, our age, our lifespan should be used for good. Everything that relates to us ultimately should be used for good. And our Prophet then went on to say, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, is that every time that you say, SubhanAllah, it is a Sadaqah. And look at the way that he said this, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Tasbiha, a single instance of saying, SubhanAllah. So sometimes that we think that we have to do a lot of good in order to get reward for it. Think about if we would just from the time that we walk from the Musallah to our car. It's a one minute walk. If we say SubhanAllah once or five times or ten times or Alhamdulillah the Tahmeedah once, five or ten times. We should fill our day with khair. Even if it's a single, SubhanAllah. Even if it's a single, Alhamdulillah. Or a single, La ilaha illallah. Or a single, Allahu Akbar, that takes less than a second to say that. And these are all ways of getting close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But then as we found in the hadith that it relates to Salat al-Duha, that he also says here, sallallahu alayhi wa calling to good is charity in all of its meanings. Calling to good is charity. Helping someone else, that advising someone else pointing someone to good, encouraging people with your state, even before your words, to do good. All of this is considered to be charity. And then also, that forbidding evil. And the more that we have a critical mass of people doing good, the more that then people who come into that environment will also be protected from evil. There's safety when you're with a group of people that have a common wijha, a common direction of the heart, you're protected as a result of being with them. And then he ends it by saying, وَفِي بُدْعِ أَحَدِكُمْ Yani بُدْعِ here refers to uh, the relations that, when this is, uh, that one might have, uh, lawful relations with a spouse, is that even this is charity. And then the companions asked that if one of them, if someone that fulfills his desire, his shahwa, is that he's going to have the reward for this. And they weren't questioning the Prophet ﷺ, but normally when it comes to acts of worship, that there has to, one has to exert themselves. There has to be a little bit of difficulty that one goes through to receive a great reward. And this is something that the human being inclines towards. So this is the question that they then asked, and then the Prophet ﷺ, that clarified to them that were they to have that unlawful relations, would it not be a sin against him? 
Similarly, is that when someone has lawful relations, that he will be rewarded for it. And this is how even in acts of this nature, we should make righteous intentions. Righteous intentions in every single thing that it is that we can possibly do. And there's multiple intentions that someone can make. One of the great intentions is to, that for people, when they get married, to have children for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and so that there be more Muslims who bring about good in the world. And everything that that child then does of good is in the scrolls of both of the parents, especially if one made a conscious intention to have children for that sake. Every time that they pray, every time that they fast, every time that they do anything, all of the dhikr that they make, all of the good that they do, ultimately is in the scrolls of a child, uh, in the scrolls of the parent. This is why our Prophet taught us, sallallahu that when the son of Adam passes away, all of his acts cease except three. And these three things that he's going to mention, are all different versions of charity. And this is one of the means we can take from this hadith, is that charity, when you actually give from your wealth, is the type of charity that we normally think about. All of these different types of acts are also charity that we receive reward for them as we receive reward from charity. So the first thing the Prophet mentioned was sadaqa jariya, an actual ongoing charity where you spend your wealth in a particular way where it goes to an educated institution of learning that then is going to continue to teach people after, is that you um, uh, build a well that people continue to receive water from it, and all of these different ways that there's an ongoing charity, building masajid and so forth and so on. And then... A pious child that prays for you. And this is something that we hope is that our children will pray for us when we pass. And children should visit the graves of their deceased parents as regularly as they possibly can. They should recite Quran and donate it to them. They should give out from their wealth and donate the reward to them. And they should pray for them regularly, pray for them all of the time. And then finally, is that knowledge that is benefited from, is that this is one of the greatest of all ways to continue to receive reward in someone while someone is in their grave. Look at this book that we're reading now, Riyadh al-Salihin. How many people have read Riyadh al-Salihin throughout the generations, throughout the centuries? And here we are reading it again all of these years after the passing of Imam Nawi, that he's getting the reward for collecting all of these blessed hadith that we are benefiting from and reading. May Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq and bless us with the words of Rasulullah. Bless us to benefit from the words of Rasulullah. Sallallahu alayhi wa May Allah Ta'ala fill our hearts with light and bless us to be able to that do as much good as we possibly can and turn to the door of all different types of good. Thank you for listening to one of Al Maqasid's online educational offerings. Our mission at Al-Maqasid is to cultivate holistic learning environments rooted in knowledge, devotion, and service by providing full-time, part-time, online, and community programs. For more information, please visit our website at almaqasid.org and connect with our other online content at almaqasid.org backslash connect.